Welcome everyone to our Lead Tips podcast. My name is Ron Termali, a pastor at Legacy Church RI, a part of the growing New Life community of churches. Every week we will be gathering Christian leaders to discuss lead tips for Christians seeking nuggets of wisdom to become better leaders in their home, society, and in the local church. Every lead tip we'll be discussing can be found on our website at LegacyChurchRI.com forward slash lead tips. Well, let's take a listen to today's lead tip. Well, welcome to uh, today's podcast on lead tip number 18 called Small Beginnings. Um, I'm hoping that you're joining in every week and growing as a leader, a Christian leader. And, and as we've said over these last podcasts that we've been doing, um, this is an opportunity for us to gain nuggets of wisdom that you can apply in different aspects of your life. You might be saying, well, I'm not really a leader. Well, you are, especially if you're a believer, a Christian, God's called you the head and not the tail, and you have influence wherever you go. Well, today, um, I'm excited about this podcast. Uh, it's, it's a podcast about starting small, starting things in your life. And uh, the name of this this lead tip is Small Beginnings. I'm here with some amazing guys, uh, Sean Brown, uh, Jerry Batista, and Carlos Lara. And uh, what I'd like to do is to have you guys introduce yourself. Maybe tell us a little bit about um, your profession, your living, what you do, and, uh, and your family, if you'd like. We'll start with you, Jerry. Uh, well, first off, how's it going, everybody? Um, so I'm a uh, architectural designer by trade, uh, turned a little bit more of an entrepreneur over time, um, jack of all trades. Yeah, I also serve on the media team for Legacy Church. Um, shout out to them. And uh, I am a husband and father of two going on three, which is coming soon next yeah. month. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's kind of a bit of my backstory. That's awesome. So, so you're going from small beginnings to a growing family. With, oh yeah, and you're you're involved in a lot of different aspects of uh, entrepreneurship. Entre- yeah, yeah. So the last five years, I'd say, um, you know, we started uh, my own company, uh, and then since then, uh, we're probably working on five different projects at this point. Um, our family has grown. Um, God has blessed our family and our household through and through abundantly, like year after year. So things have been pretty exciting, um, you know, lately for sure. Yeah, God's really been moving in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And how about you, Sean? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Sean Brown. Um, I am a photographer and uh, business owner. We do uh, wedding photography and videography. Been doing that for seven years. Also on the media team here at, at Legacy. I think it's been like 10 years now. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Um, but yeah, we started seven years ago, uh, very little experience with photography, zero equipment, you know, um, I didn't even own a camera when I started the business. I was going to, uh, what was, uh, NELC at the time, which is now ALC. Um, yeah, that's kind of where it all started. And how many employees do you have now? Uh, we now have 10. 10. Wow. Yeah. And how many, um, events do you do a year? 325. Wow. Yeah. You're a busy oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow! Crazy, nice. yeah. <laughs> and it started from nothing. Nothing, yeah. Nothing. 
And how about you, Carlos? You know, you're you're kind of an entrepreneur in the in the church world. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, you're helping us to, to to launch into new things as a church. I know. Um, you know, we didn't have a, a broadcast until you came on. So tell us a little bit about uh, your life and what you do for a living. Yeah. So um, I'm married to my beautiful wife Denise. We have uh, three kids and one on the way. Number four coming next month, which is awesome. Um, so busy with that, but. Um, even in that, I was thinking through this, like you have to start small. When it comes to the church, it was so interesting because it kind of goes side by side with like the small beginnings because we started in high school and we didn't have that much of a media team. Um, we didn't have much of a, um, a direction on what we were going to do and what we should do. And like Sean was saying um, 10 years ago, me that's kind of when I met Sean and Pastor Ron gave us the opportunity and it kind of felt like a small business where it's like, hey, you have some vision, you got some thoughts, go for it, go for it, go for it. And figuring out like, what do we do? All right, we need staff and we need people to help build this um, this vision we have that we want to see the church become. And then it's like finding people, training people, learning, um, scheduling, um, conflict resolution. Um, and Trou- troubleshooting. Troubleshooting. A lot of troubleshooting. A lot of troubleshooting. <laughs> so um, starting from EG to where we're at now, it's definitely um, all God and seeing how amazing and healthy the church is and how healthy the team is, um, is, is just so awesome. But it started somewhere. So, so we're talking about small beginnings today and... And really, uh, hopefully, we can inspire um, every single person who's who's listening to this podcast to ask yourself if there's a dream inside of you um, that God has put in there and that maybe you don't know how to go for it, how to start it. Mm. Um, you might feel inept, you know, um, and the enemy comes and says, well, not you, you know, you can never do this. Well, that's a lie because we're sitting around the table where everyone had a beginning, everyone had a small beginning. And so I'd like to uh, begin this time where we're discussing how do you start anything Mm -hmm. um, with reading uh, lead tip number 18. And it's quite short, so I'll read the whole thing. First of all, uh, in Zechariah 4.10, it says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. What a great scripture. The Lord rejoices when he sees you start something, see the work begin. Uh, my dad gave me a tiny shoot off a Japanese maple tree years ago, and uh, it's now one of the most beautiful trees in my yard. It took time to grow, about 10 years to rise from a little stick of six inches to eight feet or maybe taller than that. Um, it needed replanting, watering, fertilizing, and care. But the final result was worth the time and effort. It's great, you know, to look at the yard and say, boy, I remember that thing was a little stick <laughs> and now it's a giant tree. And the same thing, um, you know, our church started with 11 people and it was a seed of faith that developed over time into a congregation of thousands. And uh, it took prayer, hard work, perseverance, persistence, time, great sacrifice to see a seed that became a plant, a giant plant, and then a tree um, for the work of God to prosper. So all of this takes leadership. It takes faith. It takes those willing to be the first partakers in the sacrifice of starting something, the sacrifice of starting small. It takes uh, discipline. It takes faith. 
you know, and it takes action. So dreams and visions all often start with a tiny seed, uh, thoughts planted by the Holy Spirit. One of the smallest of seeds, a mustard seed, turns into a large mustard tree. Do not forsake small beginnings. Do not let a desire for instantaneous results cause you to lose hope mm. in your dreams and endeavors. You know, it's interesting that Thomas Edison, uh, it took him one thousand unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb talking about not giving up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. talking about having a vision having a dream fruit does not just appear out of nowhere it takes time to mature ripen and the most nourishment attention work given the the more nourishment and attention work given the greater and healthier the crop you will reap what you sow that's what the bible says that's a, a principle it's a law do not get disgruntled or disheartened if it takes more time for your dream and vision to come to pass mm. than expect it mm. do not despise small beginnings so So that's the lead tip i encourage you to go to legacychurchri.com forward slash lead tips also we also have parent tips which is a great tool for parents but let's start off by uh i want to ask this question to you guys because you all started from scratch you know your businesses um you know our church ministries what do you think is the most important first step what was the most important first step for you? You know, it's funny. Um, I, I'll, I'll take that question. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, you know, I think um, when I start to think about the first step that happened for me, yeah. um, I I remember a lot of chaos in the beginning. Hmm. And um, so I, I said this earlier, but I'm very much a jack of all trades. I like doing a lot of different things. And so when I started attending the church, uh, I had very much a lot of different like pr- priorities in my life. Yeah. Right? Uh, and one of them was studying architecture. That was my main passion. Uh, and the other hobby was um, being a YouTuber. I used to I used to film cars. I used to you know go to car meets and things like that. Uh, and then um, you know I realized that these these are two very different paths. Mm-hmm. You know I can I can be a car YouTuber or I can be an architectural designer. Uh, and so I felt very split because I also had a girlfriend, which was going to be my wife at the time. Uh, so I wanted to take time to, for my family. Um, but when I, um, you know, joined church, um, I started realizing that, uh, God was calling, you know, uh, more for my life at this time. And so I very, I felt that, uh, at this small beginning, uh, I, I really took time to listen to what God was saying at this okay. time. And so what he was telling me was that I needed to focus. And so that was actually when I started joining Legacy Church, uh, which was new life, new life at the time, uh, I actually stopped my YouTube channel at that time. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just focus on school and focus on architecture. Uh, and let me, you know, let me listen to what God has to say. Um, but, you know, fast forward a little bit um, down the road, um, I started getting, uh, friend, gaining a friendship with Carlos and Sean, actually, who was on the media team. Uh, and, um, you know, I started seeing a future and a, and a path towards using the skill set that I have evolved and the YouTube side of my life mm-hmm. uh, to use it for the media team. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not a coincidence. Right. You know? And so I allowed God to speak into my life and I started taking little steps towards what I felt he was guiding me towards. And that was like little by little. Uh, I didn't know at the time, yeah. you know, but I just allowed, uh, I allowed, um, I had faith to just take that one step next. 
And then, you know, little by little, it started really growing into a path that is more defined now that I look back at it. But at, at the time, it was very chaotic. So that was kind of my, I guess, my response towards that small beginning. So, so um, isn't it interesting that God will use your gifts and talents for his glory? Mm-hmm. And so that's what you did. You set aside time, mm-hmm. right? You set aside different elements of your life that were you know, outside of the kingdom realm, yeah. the church. Yeah. Um, and you started planting seeds in the kingdom for God's service. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, God started to, to open up opportunities for you to yeah. use those gifts and talents in a greater mm-hmm. way oh, in, yeah. in the secular world. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what's wild? Um, yeah. I used to go to car meets, and if for any other car guys that are listening to this podcast, uh, a lot of them fall on Sunday morning. And right. so I had to make a decision actually really quick. And that's how kind of abrupt it was. But um, I made a commitment to join church with my wife. Yeah. And and that's something that I wanted to do together. Uh, and so it was very quickly, okay, well, you know, I'm going to have to put a pause on going to Carmen's and filming this so that I can start to learn and, and understand what God is saying. But every time I took that leap of faith, because that was a little mini leap of faith for me. Yeah. It's like, man, I really like going to Carmen's. Um, but every single time I, I attended, like there was a word for me that day. There mm-hmm. was a word like speaking right into my heart, right into my soul that yeah. I was like, hey, look, there's more for my life. Mm. There's focus and there's a better, you know, fr- this freedom mm-hmm. here. And so, um, yeah, I, I was listening to that calling all the way, you know. That's awesome. How about you? Yeah, I think it's the same. It's like listening to that call. Um, and I remember being at a pretty good job that I was unqualified to be there. I didn't have a college education. They all had degrees and stuff like that. Um, so that in itself was a blessing. Um and then I felt like God called me to go to the school. And so that was like a little bit of a leap of faith because it was just like, all right, I'm gonna have to do less hours. I still have to afford my rent. So you went to Christian leadership school. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> for creative media. Yeah. And then uh, it was in school that I really got like that um, idea for the business. Um, I remember like working on the website a little bit in class. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Marco was not happy. Um, but um yeah, I like started, felt like it was like a God idea. How to, like, And I feel like God like gives you the passion for it and like the the drive for it yeah. and the energy for it. Um, but then it was like the next step was like, when I, when school was over, do I leave my job? And that's what it was just like, that was like a leap of faith for me uh, where it was just like, hey, I feel like God's leading me out of this job. But that's kind of crazy. It's like, I'm, I'm lucky to even be here, you know? Um, so do I, and, and the idea was like, I'm going to leave this good job and go drive Uber. And I really felt like God called me to do that. And I remember talking to one of my leaders at the time, like, Hey, that's crazy though. Right. And he's like, no, like you should, you should try it. And that's what I ended up doing. And it was like a good offset for my income. Uh, and I was able to like work on my business more. Uh, and I took like, I think it was from June to January to like work on the business. Uh, and then it was uh, January, I learned my first client. And I said, uh, I was like, if I land this client, I'm going to put all the money from this uh, into advertising. And uh, that was another like leap of faith. Mm. Um, but and from, was, it, was it just you with the camera? Yeah. And, and that time, I think the first full year I had my business, I didn't even have my own camera. Mm. 
Yeah, I was borrowing. My friend had all <laughs> yeah, this gear. Okay. He had like some money. And so so what, had, what was it? A wedding? The first uh, job? Or? Yeah, I started doing like second shooter gigs, like off like Craigslist and stuff for weddings. That's kind of how I like stumbled into okay. it. And, and second shooter is someone who's doing weddings hires you to yeah, help them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have a camera. So I was like, I would tell my friend, I was like, hey, uh, if I could use your stuff, I'll give you like 10% of whatever I make on the gig. And he's like, yeah, sure. So it's like, you know, he was making a little money renting his gear. And that was like, it was, that was a a blessing that he would even allow that because he had some good stuff. Um, But then too, even like the first year, it was maybe even more that like, I didn't have my own gear. I was like, just like renting it still from him. I was really bootstrapping. Can I just say something really quick? Because yeah. you, you mentioned the detail that was actually very parallel to my scenario. Uh, is that you mentioned that you you worked on your business from June and then you got your first client in January. Uh, it's very similar to my scenario when I started my architecture business. Is I, I worked on it in July, started working in July, and it wasn't until January where it really started like picking up, picking up. Um, and uh, I, I think that's just like a, a moment to just kind of suggest that, it, you know, it really took six months for both of us to really start to like, you know, start to see the fruits yeah. of things. But like those six months must have been excruciating for you because I know it was for me. There's a lot of unknown, a lot of faith in that time frame to understand, okay, am I going to work late? Am I going to try to figure out what, how to make a website, how to, you know, reach out to people and, and be, you know, um, you know, I would say persuasive enough to, for people to like you and people to, you know, mm-hmm. trust that you can do the do service the that you want to do. Uh, so that take, that took a lot of time. You know, when, while you guys are talking, I, I can hear people saying in the spirit realm, well, you know, I have, I have a family to support. Right. You know, but you, you decided I, I need income. Right. right? I'm going to leave this job. I need income. And you left that job because you needed time to work on a passion, something right. that you you felt God put in your spirit, right? Um, but you took an Uber job. Right. And sometimes you might have to do something like that to give you the time to be able to focus in on something that you feel God's calling you to do. Yeah, I think it's like scary no matter what because it's just, you got rent and bills and responsibilities yeah, sure. and like you know, all those things. I was fortunate enough to like not have, like, you know, I'm only responsible for myself at the time. I didn't, you know, I'm not married or anything, yeah. I'm a kid, so I didn't have people depending on me. But even still, it's like, I want to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want exactly. a roof over my head, yeah. you know? Jerry, so you like, had family. Yeah, yeah I have so something. Did you have any oh, savings? Yeah. I have something you? to say about this. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, so actually, this was a spark of one of our um, arguments with my wife and I uh, when we had our first child. Uh, I knew that I had a calling. I knew that I wanted to start my own business one day. Yeah. Uh, and I felt that having a child would complicate that. And so fast forward a little bit, I had joined the church. We had a child. Um, I've gained renewed confidence and encouragement from having faith at church. Uh, so much so that um, I decided in 2018 to quit my job and start my own thing. Um, and at the time my wife was pregnant with my second child. Wow. And so at this time frame, we have a lot of outside pressure saying, wow, this is not a good idea. You know, we have our parents and our in-laws are saying, Hey, Jerry, like this is not, it doesn't make sense. You're going to have to save up for this child. And, uh, I just had this calling that was much louder than any of these words saying, Hey, no, this is what you need to do. This is the path that you got to take. And so I took that leap. I took that leap, and I remember it was a it was a combined decision with my wife. I made, made sure we were on the same page about that, 
And um, I quit my job. And at the beginning, I thought I wanted to get into Amazon sales. I remember this. It wasn't architecture. It was Amazon sales. And um, after about four months of like depleting our savings at this point mm-hmm. and figuring out if this is the path, I started realizing quickly that it wasn't the path. Right. And so things are getting a little bit more pressure. My wife is a little bit more pregnant. Well, now we need to have a plan in place for when she delivers this child. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm holding off I'm figuring out. This is like when the pressure was on me, that's when I started figuring out things and learning stuff, really just spending a lot of time just learning. Uh, and, um, you know, I held as long as I could to figure out how to financially pay the bills and figure out what my next step was. Um, and so at this point, and I remember, I think I was talking to Sean at this time frame too, but my old job called me back. They called me and said, hey, Jerry, we need to, we need to talk because, mm-hmm. um, you know, things aren't going well since you left. Uh, and, um, you know, we actually want to offer you a different position. Um, and I'm like, hey, look, you know, like I really don't want to go back. You know, I really want to figure this out on my own. Uh, and it's like, no, Jerry, um, we want you to run. We want you to be a director, actually. Mm-hmm. We want you to run the whole department, be an executive in the, in the company. And um, we actually wanted you to name the price for you to come back. And I, Mikhail and I, we, we took a pause at that point, that moment, and we were like, wait a minute, is this God like doing something here? Like, what's yeah. happening here, you know? And my wife received that as, you know what, like if we offer them a number that was high enough to pay all of our bills and so that Michaela could actually just stay home mm-hmm. and have this child and be a stay-at-home mom, would that work? And so um, we tried that. We, we tried that, they accepted the offer, and we looked at it as like, you know what, as, at a director role, I could learn these traits that I need um, in order to become my own um, CEO later on. Right. Right, because at the director level, you're, you're seeing at the at a company at a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you're managing people now, you're, you're in these discussions and these visionary uh, discussions to grow a business at a different capacity than you were as an, as an employee. And so, um, I took that step for the next two years and I learned so much about companies and, and, and I worked one-on-one with the CEO um, and my wife was able to stay at home to raise our, our two children at that time. And it wasn't literally until the last, like last, last minute that that option became available. Like wow. I exhausted all my calculated decisions, right. you know? Uh, and uh, we had faith all the way throughout that. And I just want to say at that point, cause I think this is a good time to clarify, I, we were tithing the entire time, you know, we were tithing on the, on the, um, financial, um, goals that I had for that year. Um, and we stayed true to that. I, we were serving that never changed. Um, we never allowed any of this like pressure to change our habits, you know, Your spiritual habits. our spiritual habits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because every time we came to, we, we came to church and we served and we, you know, I com- you know, communed with my mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Uh, they were instilling encouragement and confidence and praying yeah. over us, over our situation. Um, and I believe that that helped and, and like hugely uh, yeah. towards this, this, you know, towards my faith during this leap, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I thought that was a crazy time. And Michaela and I, we always look back and like, man, this, that worked out so well wow. that we should continue to have wow. faith. And, um, you, yeah. You know, um, Carlos, maybe I could address this with you. Um, when I was a banker, obviously I financed a lot of companies and I saw a lot of leadership, um, good leadership, bad leadership, um, those who were successful, those who weren't successful. Um, 
Do you think it takes a certain type of personality to be, you know, a self-employed person, someone like you guys who jumped out of the boat? Um, because it's important that that we we discuss because we don't want to say, hey, everyone should quit their jobs yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? that's true, that's true. and go for start their own business, <laughs> right? Good, because we know statistically. Uh, most businesses fail, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so um, do you think it takes a certain type of personality to do what these guys did? And even you, Carlos, yeah. you know, like, you know, uh, starting things from scratch, you've kind mm -hmm. of been self-taught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, what kind of drive is needed yeah. Yeah. to be in, in in the shoes of a CEO um you know, a self-employed person, someone who can take a leap of faith and start something that they might feel God is speaking to them. And is there another way to protect yourself to make sure this isn't just a pipe dream right. that you're having? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'll answer that second one first. I think definitely having a community of people around you to kind of, to Jerry's point and Sean's, like I've been in a part of their, their journey with this and they expressed it. And I remember like, should I do this? Should I do this? And um, I think it's key to have a good, solid community around you, or at least one or two people you could trust and, and get their insight and say, hey, yeah, I could, I, I, I see you doing this or nah, I don't, I, I don't think this is a good move. Um, but to your first point, I think some of the things you definitely need, you have to have a drive to work hard. I think if you don't understand how to work hard and persevere through yeah. things, it's you're not going to make it far because there's so many times you're going to fail or you're in, you're just going to hit roadblocks. And yeah. if you can't push through that and, and keep a good attitude, mm -hmm. um, that's going to be one key thing. I, I'm looking back in my life. I think perseverance, the second thing is being able to troubleshoot. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of um, people that are entrepreneurs or leaders in general, I, I noticed I got this revelation. They 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 work great under pressure. Yeah. They just work great mm -hmm. under pressure. Yeah. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, now you know as you mature in your leadership, you're able to kind of like balance that out, so you don't have to work hard under pressure, and you just kind of even that out. So you day to day, you're just working hard. But um, versus like, oh, this you, you know, have to, you have yeah. to, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I was talking to someone um, that joined the media team, and it's like, oh my, oh, was it the media team? It's like, oh my god, this happens, blah, blah blah. I'm like, but you like this though, you like the chaos, <laughs> right. you like this, and you thrive in this. So, and some people are just built to thrive through these tough situations. So, um, back to your point, Pastor, not everyone is kind of built for entrepreneurship and, and leadership or, or moving through. Uh, um, the word that kind of comes to my mind is pioneering something. Um, it, it takes it takes uh, it takes a calling from God. You have to have that vision and that that desire in your heart. If you don't have that desire in your heart, it's gonna it's gonna flame out. Yeah. Um, and to your point, that's why a lot of businesses start and they die out because they had a a, a fling. But yeah. they, they didn't know how to cultivate the fire. They didn't know how to protect mm. the fire. They didn't know how to get others around to help keep the fire going. Mm -hmm. um, and that's good. Yeah. And I think that's one key thing that I, I love about our church is that we have a bunch of entrepreneurs and we have a bunch of people who honestly genuinely care about you, but also have a discernment to say, speak into your life and say, hey, this is a good decision. This is not. Or if you're having a bad day, they could pray with you and help you go through that. Um, so I love our, and so I'll say that be the third thing, a community, you definitely need community. Yeah. And then, um, perseverance, troubleshooting, gratitude. 
always have a grateful heart. I think when, especially as a business person or as someone that's starting stuff in a ministry or anyone, if you are always grumpy, angry, you know, this is uh, that. That's and nothing's just, ever enough. Nothing's ever enough. That spreads to everyone, and no one wants to be around that person. No one wants to build with that person. Um, so I, I learned that just having a heart of gratitude, um, and it just shifts the the environment when a person or the leader or whoever is just has a positive outlook. We can do this. Encouraging, I guess, is another attribute. But there's so many attributes. But I, I, yeah. I, I think to the um, to the point. I think. Um, First, you have to have that desire in the heart. You pray about it. Ask God if, if this is you. He'll provide a way. And if it if it isn't, you do a leap of faith. You do it, and then you just learn. And that that's the beauty of life. You you fall, you get back up. And yeah, there, there have been uh, people that I know in the church who've tried to start businesses, mm-hmm. um, but then they realize, wow, you know, um, I'm better off working for somebody. Mm-hmm. Because this is completely overwhelming. Mm. It's like it's not who I am. Mm. I thought I could do it, but this is way over my head. Um, I'd rather be a second person, you know, to somebody, you know. And it's the same thing in in the church world. Mm. I find that there are people who um, maybe are called to be. Leaders in a church, ministry leaders, yeah, associate yeah. pastors, mm-hmm. um, but they're not called to be the lead man, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the senior yeah. pastor. Um, and so what ends up happening is that the, their church ends up staying mm-hmm. small, you know. Yeah. Um, is that a bad thing? Maybe not. Maybe that's, but when someone's in a position where it's just so overwhelming, and their life is no longer a joy, right. but they're just striving all the time, yeah. and they're not seeing the results. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's there's no fruit on that tree. Then then maybe you need to realize, well, maybe you're not called to that vineyard. Maybe you're called yeah. to, to I, I was, doing something else. You know, I just had a thought. Um, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a landlord as well. We, we own some property, um, and we have this saying uh, when when we talk to other people. Is that not everybody is called to be a landlord? Yeah, you right. know, and and I think um, some people see the numbers on that, and they see the opportunity there, uh, but they make the mistake when they don't feel that they're um, actually ha- possessed as traits of being a landlord. That things may fail along the way. You may have right. a very bumpy road. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the same respect, uh, it's true. I, I think we're all called to have you know our own um, you know uh, future, our own um, skill set. And right. we all have different personality traits. Uh, and uh, it just makes me think, though, because uh, in, in back into the root of this conversation, the small beginnings, um, I, I can't remember the initial beginning because it's really been throughout my whole life. I've always thought about so many different things, you know, like even going back to my YouTube career. I've done YouTube mm-hmm. for, for uh, when I stopped doing YouTube, I was doing it for five years. This puts me back in my teenage years. Wow. You know, so as a teenager, I was thinking about how to market myself and yeah. how to come you up with a product. You had that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was selling Kool-Aid in high school. Yeah. You know, right. like I, this is this is way back trying to figure out, oh, how, how can I create something that people would want and it create a win-win scenario. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was the same thing with me. I was like in bands, building websites, like marketing ourselves, and I just had a ton of drive. Um, but yeah, I think if, if, to your point, like I think if God had showed me how much work it was going to be, right, and all like the painful things I was going to have to endure, it's yeah. like 
would I have left my job? You know, would I have like gone out and, and done those things? Um, because it is, it's like when you think about if you're a person of balance and, you know, hey, I want to work my 40 hours and not have to think about this after five, that's going to be really challenging. Yeah, that, that, that would mean that you, you shouldn't have your own business, maybe. Yeah, um, because it's, you know, you're yeah. the guy, like you got to, you're kind of always on, you know, and you're responsible usually for a yeah. lot. So, you, you know, I, I would say, I would just kind of um, maybe contradict, contradict that a little bit um, because uh, I have a vision to not work too much. You know, I have, I have right now we, we have technically five different LLCs, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably too much to be honest. Um, and it's putting a lot of time now, which I enjoy. We enjoy it as is for my personality trait. Um, but I do hope I'm reading a book called The Four Hour Work Week. You know, like I'm I'm reading about how to stay balanced, how to reduce my time in these other areas, how to automate, yeah. how to um, you know really kind of take things and automate these processes so I don't have to work so much. So when you think entrepreneurial, it doesn't have to be 40, 60, 80 hours. Um, you could really have this goal to really reduce that um, down to very, very few hours actually during the week with a lot of passive income. Uh, so those are some of my goals. You know, I, I have never thought about yeah. working forever, um, but it's always been passionate to do things like that. You yeah, know, I may actually work, you know, a lot because I like it. But mm. yeah, that's yeah. that's that's when you like it, it's yeah. not much. It's not right. work, right? Correct. But um, but it's interesting. Like you know, when I when I look at entrepreneurs and successful entrepreneurs, you see that it does take a lot of effort. It does take sacrifice. It takes takes faith mm-hmm. um, and it takes work you know it calls mm-hmm. the same work um, you might get to a point where yeah I mean you you want to work to get to a point so you don't have to work as much yeah you know yeah but if uh, if someone thinks oh I'm gonna start a business and it's gonna be easy it's not easy Correct. it's not nothing's right. ever easy you know yeah but at the same time um, it's very rewarding right. to start anything you know even the yeah. church like you know we we started this campus, and was it a lot of work? Yes. Was it challenging? Yes. Uh, but we look and say, look at the fruit. Right. Oh, yeah. you know, look at the lives that have been changed. Right. Look oh, at yeah. you know, what God has done. Um, and I look at all the ministries of the church, mm-hmm. and, and really every ministry is like a small business. Yeah, yeah I, it, it really, really is. It's really like is. running a small business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see the ministries that really flourish are those that are really operating in faith, mm-hmm. right? Um, in wisdom, mm-hmm. in learning, in putting effort in and putting time in. Um, and you see their little business, their little ministry flourishes because they have they have a calling. They feel like this is this is a calling I have, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I thank God that um, that we can have life be not separated by secular, you know, and our Christian life, mm-hmm. our church life. Mm-hmm. And I see in your lives, your your life is everything, all mushed together, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You serve the Lord, you're honoring God, you're putting God first, you're running successful businesses, you're using your gifts and talents that you're using your business mm-hmm. in the church, and it's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. And I think that's part of success is when you keep God at the center, when you're trying to hear from God, like you were saying, 
Jerry, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. when, you know, uh, Sean, you're asking, hey, should I do this? You're asking yeah. believers, you know, should I do this? What do you hear? You know, uh, we're getting confirmation from the community, like mm-hmm. you said, the community of believers. Um, and it's it could be a beautiful thing when you start something that maybe God's put in your heart, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I, I pray that the, the church is filled with people who have a passion to start things in the church, yeah. you know, yeah. to start ministries in the church. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, so it's funny, Pastor, what you were saying about the small businesses within the church and the yeah. ministries. We had a bit of a breakthrough with the media team uh, when we left the high school. And yeah. what happened was COVID hit. And so, but backtracking like a year prior to that, our media focus was after we set up the high school for the service on Sunday, Carlos, me, Sean, a couple of us, we only we would only have like 15 minutes before service started to learn something new. Yeah. And during that time- we And had, test it. And test it, right? And to hopefully not break something before right. service started. Um, we would use this opportunity to learn a new thing just so that we can figure out that much more uh, as far as our you know, church service was to make it that much better. And at the time, it's to figure out how to get an overflow section working. And But little did we know, those little steps that we took every single Sunday for like literally for a year, right, led to COVID-19 when the high school decided to give us the boot yeah. and get us out. And we had to figure out how to do church online. Right. And those 15 minutes every single Sunday led to us knowing what to do mm. as soon as that moment happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that goes to show how God is involved. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. God oh, yeah. is involved in our lives, you know. Yeah. And he and he knew who to tap into. Yeah. Because he already knows the talents and skill set that he's already put in you. Yeah. You know. And I think, too, because you, you sow into the kingdom— yeah. God will sow into your calling, your career, your oh, business, you know. 100%. Because um, you do. You reap what you sow. Um, but anyway, so this this has been great. We can go on and on and on. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to just end by, by saying this. If God's given you a dream, if God's given you an idea, um, and you really feel, you know, a calling from God to do something, um don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Have faith. Uh, there's lots of people in the church community that mm-hmm. you can go to and and solicit advice mm-hmm. and um, you know pray about it and and don't be afraid. I think we we should not live life afraid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that that God wants His people to be successful mm-hmm. in yeah. what He's planned for them to do. Um, wouldn't it be sad? You know, we all die and the Lord says, oh, too bad. You know, I gave you that great idea, oh, wow. Wow. you know, that it was going to be a blessing for mm-hmm. your family, for your lineage, for the church, yeah. you know, yeah. and, um, and you just were afraid. Mm. Don't be afraid, uh, but seek wisdom because yeah. wisdom is supreme. And, um, and also, uh, for, for those of you who might be saying, well, you know, I just have a job or I'm home with the kids and, and, and that might be the calling of God in your life. Be the best parent that you can be. Yeah. Um, be the best servant in the house of the Lord that you can be. Be the best employee you can be. Yeah. You know, whatever God has for you, he has success. But um, it all starts small. That's right. And God takes the small and he makes it into something beautiful. Amen. 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 Okay. So I want to read a verse. It's yeah, a Luke yeah. 16 where it says, um, if you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in yes. large ones. Mm. And I think it's 
it's an encouragement to to everyone, like even to Pastor Ron's point, um, no matter where you're at, just be faithful with what God has you. Um, there's, when we were talking earlier, I thought about, I don't know, I'm just going to say her name, Nicole, and even um, Christina, they, they have small businesses of like printing things and like designing little like covers from mugs and yeah, it's yeah. something super the, small but super making awesome. making clothing we have and, into making clo- oh, like we have clothes make, yeah, yeah and it's amazing in like seeing the, just being faithful with the little even if it's something small it doesn't have to be a full-blown 30 mm-hmm. hours a week yeah. business but it could just be a whenever yeah. you have time just think of something it's babysitting yeah <laughs> yeah my, shop, my yeah. you know my daughter is um starting a coffee cart business, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and and where that idea come from? Mm-hmm. Well, she had a job. She worked hard. She worked at Starbucks, became mm-hmm. a barista. And then she started, you know, helping with the cafe, running the cafe at our Smithfield campus. Yeah, yeah. And she became a, a, from a little thing to a giant bona fide cafe because the church is thousands of people. Yeah. And, um, and so God planted this seed in her heart and she's starting a coffee cart business and uh, and I know you know God yeah. put in a heart. Let's go for it. Pray. Yeah, see yeah. what God does with it. You know. So um, don't. That's a great scripture. Yeah. Be faithful. Good. Be faithful where God has you, and, yeah. and He'll take you and fulfill His will for your life. Amen. 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 Well, um, Sean, why don't you close us in prayer? Yeah. God, we thank you so much uh, for today, God, this opportunity to speak to those who are listening uh, on this podcast, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you continue to speak to them, Lord, if you've uh, planted something in their hearts, Lord, that you give them the faith, Lord, that you put a community around them of faithful people that are going to encourage them, speak into their lives, Lord, and that you give them the faith, Lord, to, to take calculated risk, God, to listen to your voice and your leading. And I pray, Lord, that you, you multiply their efforts, Lord, and, and that their desires, Lord, um, are are fruitful, Lord, yes, and their yes. efforts are fruitful, Lord, and that yes, others can can come and um, be blessed, Lord, by yeah. their their efforts, Lord, and their yes, sacrifice, God. Lord. And we thank you for all the sacrifices of of other people, Lord, that you know we get to walk in their blessings, Lord. And we we thank you for for everything that you provided for us, and and we pray pray a, a blessing over the listen listeners, Lord, yes, and this week, Lord, in yes. Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Well, thanks for listening. Hope you join us next week, and um, and always check out the legacychurchri.com blog, and you can get our lead tips and parent tips there. God bless you.